Hadn't she and her friends taken good care of Gabby then? But, of course, she couldn't point this out to her mother. Kate and Lainey can come over another time, Mrs. Vasquez said. It's not fair, Mia complained. Poppy's here. Why can't he watch Gabby? Poppy is busy today. Mia, please don't sulk. It's just one day. You're old enough to be responsible. Who cares about being responsible? Mia grumbled under her breath. She watched, arms folded, as her mother picked up her purse and left. When she was gone, Mia called Kate and Lainey and told them they couldn't come over. Then she returned to the table, plopped herself down in a chair, and glared at her sister. Gabby didn't seem to notice. Do you want to play a game? No, Mia snapped. Do you want to color? Asked Gabby. Mia's frown deepened. No, why don't you go watch TV or something? I'm not supposed to watch TV unless Mommy says it's okay, Gabby pointed out. Well, I'm in charge today and I say it's okay, Mia replied. At once, Gabby hopped up from the table. She ran into the living room. A moment later, Mia heard the TV turn on. With nothing better to do, Mia followed her into the living room. She flopped down on the sofa. On the television screen, a bunch of cartoon monsters were singing a silly song. Mia sighed. She couldn't think of anything more frustrating than to be stuck watching a lame kitty show when she could be spending time with real fairies. She looked out the living room window at the high wooden fence. Neverland lay just on the other side. She could reach it in less than 30 seconds. Well, why shouldn't I? Mia thought. I could just pop over and see what's going on in Pixie Hollow. I'll be back before anyone even knows I'm gone. Mia glanced at her sister. Gabby was caught up in her cartoon. She'll be fine for a few minutes, Mia thought. Quietly, she slipped off the couch and let herself out the back door. She didn't see her father, but she could hear him whistling. He was working somewhere around the side of the house. Now was her chance. The loose board was on the fence that separated the yard from their neighbors. Mia had to spend a few moments nudging the boards until she found the right one. The board swung sideways on its nail creating a gap just big enough for her to squeeze through. As Mia knelt down, she felt a warm breeze on her face. She could smell jasmine and sun-warmed moss, the sweet scent of Pixie Hollow. She took a deep breath, then crawled through the opening, pulling the board back into place behind her. She came out from a hollow tree into a sun-dappled forest. To her left was a wild flower-filled meadow. To her right, Havendish Stream burbled between its banks, and just beyond the stream lay Pixie Hollow. Mia could see fairies darting through the air as they flew to and from the giant home tree. Mia heard a commotion downstream. She followed the sound around a bend to a small wooden bridge. Dozens of fairies swarmed around the bridge, they carried rope and bits of wood and buckets full of sand. 
Mia saw Tinkerbell flying past. Hi, Tink. What's going on? she asked. The footbridge is out, Tink replied. Now Mia saw that part of the bridge had collapsed into the stream. We think Bingo must have smashed it when he was chasing fairies. Oh no, Bingo was Mia's cat. The day before, he'd slipped through the fence into Neverland and caused trouble. Can you fix it? Yes, but it will take a lot of work, Tink said happily. I'd better get back. She waved to Mia and flew off. Tink was always happiest when she had something to fix. The fairies at the bridge all seemed busy, so Mia decided to go to the home tree. Perhaps she could find someone to talk to there. In the pebbled courtyard, Mia saw sweeping talent fairies tidying up. They waved to Mia, but kept on with their job.